and Joshua chapter 1. 2 Corinthians 10 and Joshua chapter 1. Hallelujah. He is a mighty God. And we honor him. How many know God's doing big things in your life right now? Right now. Somebody say right now. When songwriter said, you may not be able to see what the Lord is doing for me. Somebody shout, the Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, come on, say he's blessing me right now. Come on, declare to yourself again, the Lord is blessing me right now. How many were here on Tuesday night? Didn't God speak to us in a great way on Tuesday night? I'm going to um, be dealing with uh, part two to that on, um, on this Tuesday. We talked about the keys to biblical wealth and prosperity. The keys to biblical wealth and prosperity. We started talking about principles from the life of Solomon. And so uh, uh, Tuesday was, it was impactful. It was, it was powerful. And um, I'm getting pastors that are hitting me about... Um, teaching this in their churches and, and, and uh, dealing with this um, in their ministries and um, I'm excited about it. God is saying something to the body of Christ and he's talking to us about our finances, how we deal with our money, how we, how responsible we are with what he's put into our hands and so this is not just for just the, just, just the church at large, it's for those who are in Christ who are business owners, those who desire to have uh, more than one stream of income. Uh, this series uh, is uh, slowly but surely is taking uh, 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 just layers and layers and layers and layers off of you and it should be causing you to uh, want to push into the into the more of God it should be causing you to want to push into seeing God do greater things in your money and your finances in favor and so somebody said we give God praise for that all right um let me say this as we're jumping into today's word I have a short time and then we're going to do some other things but um, every time you hear the word of God the word of God is designed to establish an image of the word in your spirit the reason for the preaching of the word is not just to get in the teaching of the word is not just to get you excited not just to make you be like woo ah oh my god ah, although it may do that but but the, the reason for the preaching and the teaching of the word is that is that whenever the word is preached and taught to you with with an anointing behind it that it ought to create within your spirit an image an image ought to be created in your spirit uh, you don't have to turn there now but James chapter 1 23 and 24 we don't have to even put it up on the screen just just if you want to just write it down it's just this is not what I'm teaching today I just want to just give you uh, some some information about that but James chapter 1 verses 23 and 24 talks about James as he begins to compare the person who hears the word and doesn't do the word he said uh, uh, um, it, it's like a man a man who who, uh, who carefully looks at his own natural face in the mirror looks at his face and now think about that who looks at his face in the, in the mirror when you look at your face in the mirror what do you see an image he goes on to say, for, for that person thoughtfully observes himself. The, the, the reason for the mirror is not just to see how pretty you are. You know, most people are, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, this, whoo, can't nobody top this, right? You, that, there's a bigger purpose for the mirror. The purpose for the mirror is to allow you to see the image of who you are 
and it was, it is really it was designed to help you to check for anything that is wrong not just to help you further display your beauty pictures are for that pictures are to help you to display your beauty and to capture your beauty but the mirror is there to help you to find blemishes James says the person who looks into the mirror and thoughtfully observes him or herself and then goes away and forgets who they're like is a person who reads the word and doesn't do the word so you ever looked in the mirror and said, oh, I got to fix that hair. And then something else happened, something else happened, something else happened. And then you left out the house. And then someone said, oh, what's wrong with your hair? I look great. You forgot that you looked in that mirror and saw there was something wrong because other things came up. James says when you come to God's house, when, when you read the word, when you speak the word, when you study the word, but you don't take enough time to, to allow that word to become a mirror and to show you areas now, now, this, now, this is just my own, my, my own thing. When I study the word, I don't, now this is for me, I don't just study just because there are things I don't know. What I study for, for me personally, outside of my, my, my time of studying for preaching and teaching, when it's H.R. Crump's time, Herman Crump's time, the, the things I need to deal with, I'm, I'm looking for the imperfections in my own self. And I use the word for my personal time to help me to deal with the imperfections. What good is it for me to study uh, 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 something that I already know, something I'm already doing, something that I, always, I, I already have revelation about? So the, my time of study is always fruitful for me because I spend my time studying the areas of my weaknesses. I study, the, I spend time allowing the mirror to highlight to me areas that I know are blemishes that I need to deal with I'd rather, I'd rather deal with those things than, than have those things come out and someone else says ooh you got a hair showing, ooh your pride is showing ooh, you, you see what I'm saying I'd rather take the time to deal with those things internally and let the word deal with it so that, I, so that when I leave my time with the word, first of all I don't forget what I was like it's easier for you to have compassion on somebody else's shortcomings when you understand and remember what you were like. Ooh, Lord Jesus. It's easy for you to be like, you know what, you ought to get it together. You need to come on up. You need to die. It's easy to say that when you believe you don't have no blemishes. <laughs> All right. So, so everybody say, the word is a mirror. And whenever we read the Bible, the, uh, uh, the words of truth from, from what we read form an image everybody say an image on the inside of us so let me give you the definition of an image this is, this is not what I'm preaching today I just want to help you out though because your time studying and reading the word is going to become a lot more fruitful your time of hearing the word in the house of God is going to become more fruitful an image is a likeness a resemblance a carbon copy likeness a resemblance a carbon copy so, so the word image really means, it means to, to copy by means of the imagination. To, God bless you. To copy by means of the imagination. 
So watch. If if I was to say just just uh, everyone everyone here has the ability in prayer school. We're gonna dig into this tomorrow night. Um, if I say cat, what do you see in your mind's eye? Somebody said somebody say nothing. Like, if I said a black dog, what do you see in your mind's eye? A black dog, right? You don't see the words B L A C K D O G. I mean, if you do, then okay. But most of us, if there's a word that's spoken, the first thing that happens is a picture starts forming on the inside of us. If I said uh, a brownie, a brownie uh, with ice cream on top melting on the side, hot brownie with steam coming out of it, with, with, with soft vanilla ice cream melting on the side of it, and whipped cream on top of that. Right, if I was to say that, what are you seeing right now? A brownie with steam coming out of it. With, right? Now, this is the issue that most of us have. If you can see that by me just saying a random word, imagine what, your, what would happen inside of your soul if you read the word out loud and allowed that word that you read to deal with any imperfection in your life you will start to see a different picture on the inside of you and, and things will start changing because your mind only changes by what you say and your life only changes by what you do. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Why? Because when you believe, you speak. So, so, so the problem is after, after the image forms in a lot of our hearts, we, we, after that, we don't take enough time then to do it. The image is formed. You, you spoke. Faith comes by hearing. Hear by the word. You spoke that. You spoke. Give it and it shall be given. And then, and then when it's time to give, you say, uh-uh. You have the image. You just are not doing. Watch this. You'll say this. My life will change when I become a doer. In other words, when you apply the word of God to your thoughts and your words and your actions, you're going to see everything begin to change. So, so too many times we make, we make the mistake that's described in James 1.24. We don't apply the word of God that we've heard. So what happens is we forget the image that God showed us. And it's not always a blemish. God, when, when the word is preached, God will show yourself in the future. And we get excited about that, but we don't start doing the word so that we can step into that future. When the preaching of the word comes, it comes to build your faith. Faith comes as you hear. And the more you hear the word of God, faith comes and faith comes. Well, that faith is not there for you to just sit on it and be like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. That faith that is forming in you is there so that you can take an action and step into it. So, so, so how do we bring back the image? Because a lot of us, we've had many images, but they faded. So how do we bring that image once it's faded from our hearts through neglect how do we bring that back into reality again key, the, 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 key, the key to this is in Psalm 35 and 27 just write it down Psalm 35 and 27 and listen to what the word says let them say continually let them say continually let them say how long continually let the Lord be magnified who takes, who takes pleasure 
in the prosperity of his servant. How do I bring that image back? I have to start saying it again. All right? So let me give you, let me give you three things that will help you, and then we're going to jump into today's lesson. Three things that are going to help you to bring that image back and to get you to step into it. Everybody say, say it. See it. Do it. Come on, say it again. Say it. See it. Do it. Say it one more time. Say it. See it. Do it. If, if, if we can just say the word, we'll begin to see the word. If you can see and get an image of it, it will be no problem for you to do it because you can believe all things are possible because I believe. All right? Everybody say, say it. See it. Do it. Say it one more time. Say it. See it. Do it. All right. So, so, so uh, um, the image of the word of God that we've been teaching on finances or really the word that we've been teaching ought to, ought to be creating an image within you that you stop seeing yourself as a victim you stop seeing yourself as being powerless when it comes to finances but now you start saying wait a minute I have authority I have power and God has already blessed me say I'm already blessed come on say I'm already blessed you don't have to beg God to do another thing for you everything he did is already done for you everything is already done you just got to get the image of that on the inside of you. Once you get that image, somebody say, say it, see it, do it. It'll be no problem for you to step in healing. No problem for you to step in financial miracles. If you can say it, see it, do it. All right, good, good, good. So, so today we're going we're gonna to deal with um, the weapon of meditation that sets us right up for what we're going to deal with today. The weapon of meditation for financial success. And if we can get through this, uh, if we can get through this and work through this today in the next 30, 34 minutes or so, if we can work through this today, um, then next Sunday, I want to talk about God's blessing plan. How, how to flow in God's blessing plan. We're going to talk about tithing off, and I want, to, I want to work through that. I want to talk about that, why it's so important, and I want to hit it from an angle that we've never heard it before. Uh, tithing off, and I want to talk about giving. I want to talk about how we give, why we give, uh, why we haven't seen the return on our giving. And I want to talk about tithe and offering on uh, next Sunday. God's blessing plan. If we can make it through this today, so that's a big if. So we're going to pray hard that God will let us jump through this in 35 minutes. All right. Second, Second Corinthians 10 and 4 says these words. And, and for all the scriptures I'm reading, I'm going to be reading from a variety of translations King James, the voice. Um, New King James. I'll read from um, the Message Bible a little bit. So uh, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you uh, where they're found. I'm not going to wait for you to necessarily turn there because we don't have enough time for you to flip or, or type it out. But uh, if I give it, if I, if I give you where it's found, it'll jump up on the screen, and then you can write write down and read it again when you get home. Amen. Or you can just uh, get the pay the five dollars and just get the get the download and listen to it over and over again. Amen. Second uh, Corinthians 10 and 4 says these words. It says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not carnal. They're not earthly. They're not natural. But they're mighty through, everybody say, through God. The weapons that God has given us, are they, they are mighty when you use them through him. Not just when you use them just for, for you. Like, like prayer is a weapon, but if you're praying against somebody, you're using it for your purpose and not his purpose. Oh, Lord, we don't want to hear that. It's a weapon, and it, the weapon only becomes mighty when it's used through God or through godly means. 
And what did they do? It, to the pulling down of strongholds. Listen to this in the voice translations. In the voice translation. The weapons of the weapons of the war we're fighting. Somebody said we, we are in a war. The weapons of the war we're fighting are not of this world. But listen to these words. But they are powered or turned on by God. And effective at tearing down the strongholds erected against, watch this, his truth. His truth. Anything that comes against God's truth, God said, I've given you a weapon to deal with it. So if there's any area in your life, especially in the area of finances where the enemy is fighting you to make you want to believe that what is being preached, taught, the things you're reading are not going to come to pass, he is coming not up against your truth, he's coming up against God's truth. And God says, because he comes up against my truth, you're now, now this is how you can, this is how you can categorize whether you're in a war or not. How much of God's truth is Satan fighting in you? How, how much of the truth is he fighting, trying to fight in your mind? How much of the truth is he trying to steal from you? How much of the truth of God's word is he trying to get you to turn away from? If, you, if he's fighting the truth, you're in a war. And the Bible says if you're in a war, you have weapons that are powered by God. Somebody said God never runs out of power. All right, Joshua 1 and 8. We dealt with this a couple weeks ago, but I want to deal with this again. Joshua 1 and 8, it says, the book of the law, this is New King James, the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall, everybody say, meditate in it. Meditate. Now notice the words, meditate in it. We, we say on it. Shall meditate on it. No, no, no. He says, you will meditate in it day and night. In it, on it, two separate things. You can, you, can have, you can have a hand on, on water or you can have a hand in water. It's a difference. A hand on water is a hand that, can, that may never get wet. Or, or only, only, only the, the back side of the, or the, the bottom side of the hand gets wet. But when, you, when, you, when, you, when your hand goes in the water, your hand and your wrist is going to be submerged in something. What God is saying is that, watch this, that if we will start meditating on the word of God, meditating in the word of God, that means that, that our minds are going to get submerged in the word. Yes. Your mind, watch this, you will stop having so many mind fights if your mind gets submerged in and not just kept on the word. Say in. Watch this, why? That you may observe to do according to all that's written in it for then you will make your way prosperous, then you'll have good success. Notice that he, that he, that, uh, he says, uh, you make your way prosperous. Say, I do this. He says, it's your responsibility to make your way prosperous. So in any area, in any area of your life financially, if, there, if you're not saying prosperity, it's not the devil's fault. You can't blame the devil for, for, for the lack of prosperity that's in your life. He says, you make your way prosperous, and, and if he said it to him, then the promise is also to us. All right, write down the word prosperous. The word prosperous. Let me teach a little bit and then I'll preach just for a couple minutes. Prosperous. It means to bring in gain. To bring in gain. To bring in gain or, or, or bring a return in. Or to bring increase in. It means to thrive again. Say thrive again. You know what that means? That means that, that, that prosperity is linked to hope. Because the moment you start making your way prosperous, 
you're going to hope again. You're going to thrive again. You're going to, have, you're going to start seeing things through the, a different set of lenses. You're going to start seeing things that have looked like they were dead for years. Business ideas. Connections. All of the stuff is going to start coming alive again because that's all included in making your way prosperous. Have you ever tried to do something and just failed every time you tried at it? And then it seemed like this one time, you're like, look, I'm done with this. I'm going to give this one last hurrah because I got this little bit of product left and I'm going to try to say, and then all of a sudden, boom! Like, wait a minute, what happened? What, what, what happened here? <laughs> how, how did this happen? Most times we don't know how that happened. Most, most times we don't know how that happened. It has a lot to do with what you meditate on. It has a lot to do with what your mind has stayed on. It has a lot to do with what you entertain in your thought processes. Okay, so it means to bring, to bring and gain. The word process means to bring and gain, to bring a return in, or to bring increase. It means to thrive again. And it also means this for my business owners. It means to, to prosper in business. To prosper in business. To, have, to bring and gain in your business. To bring a return into your business. To thrive in business. Then he says you're going to make your way prosperous. You're going to have good success. The word success means to favorably finish what you've started. To favorably finish what you started. To Everybody say favorably finish. To favorably finish what you started. That's what the word success means. Now watch this. It's something. He says when you learn how to really meditate on the, in the word day and night, you're going, to, you're going to have good success. You're going to have the ability to favorably finish what you started. You know what that looks like? That looks like the spirit of consistency. Anytime you are not completing things or you start and stop things, it, you can trace that all the way back to the beginning of verse number 8, meditating on the word of God. People who are not, people who, who don't complete things, people who are procrastinators, their mind has not been renewed by the word of God. The word calls favorably finishing what you started success. The world calls success having millions of dollars. Watch this. What good is it having millions of dollars and you don't know God? So the Bible says, what, 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 does, it, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world to lose his soul? You can lose your soul, your mind, will, and emotions and end up, end up not being in the presence of God. Because watch this, the reason, for, the reason for salvation is for the saving, not of your spirit. Your human spirit partners with Holy Spirit, but your soul has to constantly be being saved. Part of that is your mind being renewed. If your mind doesn't constantly be, if your mind is not constantly being renewed by the word of God, then your soul is not being saved. You are in Christ, but you are an old creature. You speak in tongues, but you're an old creature. Your spirit man is being built up according to Jude. Praying in the Holy Ghost builds you up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. But reading the word and meditating on it helps to save your soul. It makes you consistent in the things of God. Because the truth is, we talked about this on Tuesday night, that most people who have fear, they meditate, they just do it the wrong way. It's meditation backwards. If you can, oh God, oh, what's today's date? Oh Lord, oh Lord, what's today's date? It's the 25th. Oh God, rent is coming up. You already started meditating on fear. 
Start looking at what you don't have. Her old bills. I got the email hit. Oh God, they they, they now they calling me from the one eight hundred numbers, and I got oh Lord, what in the world's happening? What happens is you start to contemplate. And what if, what if, what if they cut my credit? What if this happens? I can't afford to have another thing on my credit report. And what do you do? You see the in worst picture. You know how to meditate. You, some of us are pros. I mean, you are pro at meditating. Now watch this. Why is it that, watch, watch this, why is it that when we, watch, a lot of us going to catch this. Why is it that when we don't have information, we always choose the worst possible outcome? You call your house, or call your, your child's phone, and they're supposed to be home an hour ago. They don't answer the phone. You, oh, the first thing, you go to the first, oh, Lord, I pray they got hit by a car. Oh, Lord, I pray. Oh, Lord. You saying I pray, but the thing, the thing that's really happening is that your soul is painting a picture from the worry you have not defeated. Your soul paints a picture. Oh, oh come on. Come on, come on. You're married, and, and the spouse says, I'm going to get some milk. You were like, you're going to get some milk. The last person that told me is going to get some milk, it didn't end up right. And, and here's the issue. Because you haven't resolved that, because healing hasn't come from that. Anybody know that says they're going milk, even if it's a friend, you start getting kooky. You start getting real kooky. We can tell by your glitches the areas you have not been delivered in. That's for all of us in the room. Because your soul is going to paint a picture of the place where you have not conquered yet. The devil really ain't doing that. It's the part of the undelivered you that's doing it. Satan, now watch this. Satan's job is to work with the undelivered side of you to give you the colors so you can paint. He's a suggester. Use red. Use blue. Mix green and red together. Use purple. And what we do is, oh, Lord, this ain't coming out right. This picture looks horrible. You're the one painting. You're painting. You're painting. The de- oh, God. Your future is not in the devil's hands. I'm telling y'all what God says. Your future is not in the devil's hands. Your future is not, now watch this, the devil, the devil can suggest a future, but the question comes, comes up in the word, whose report? God said, oh Lord, I, I'm trying not to preach up. He says, I know the thoughts. I know the thoughts that I have for you. The issue is that your thoughts are not lining up with his thoughts. So your future looks like what your soul told you, what the devil suggested to you. He said, but I know the thoughts I have for you. And then he goes on to say, I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you hope and welfare. I'm going to take care of you. And this is a part of the expected end package. This is a part of what I, what I, what I expect for your ending. Now think about this. God says, I have an ending that I expect for you. 
So then he goes and says, uh, he says uh, let not your heart be troubled. Why are you going to feel any pressure about something that God has already painted an ending picture for? Your job is to study the end picture. Your job is to connect with Omega. The beginning and the ending. If he has that, the Bible says, my time is not in the devil's mouth. It's not in the devil's camp. It's not in what my finances look right now, look like right now. Somebody said, my time is in his hand. So if my time is in his hand, then watch this. I have to get acquainted with God's anatomy. There's a time to seek his face. But then there's a time to seek his hand. Oh, Lord. Ecclesiastes said that there's a time and a season for every purpose under the heaven. When I want to know the end of this, I have to seek what's in his hand. Because my times are not in his face. So my prayer starts to be, Lord, show me what's in your hand. I'm trying to get y'all to see this. Whenever the enemy tries to make you believe that you missed a season, whenever the enemy says, okay, even when you've fallen short, come on here. Because some of you I've messed up so bad. Yeah, but this Robert says, if you confess your sin, he is faithful. And just stop killing yourself. Stop killing the dream. Stop killing the miracle because of a mess up. The Bible said a just man falls. But the issue is, how quick do you get up? Asking to show you if you've missed the season or not. Don't you dare claim you've missed something when his hand is open to show you. God is not trying to play hide and seek with his hand and your time and your life. No, it all works together. So even watch it before you fell short, he knew you before there was a you. And because he knows you, even after a mess up, you can still come out of it and understand purpose for your life. Lift your hands up because I feel something falling now. Lift your hands up and thank God because even after every mess up, even after making the wrong decision, even after doing it wrong, God says, I still got you. I still have a plan for you. I messed up thoroughly. I'm reaping from that, but I'm still going to walk in my purpose. I'm not in my shot, Hey, open your mouth. Come on, y'all, because I feel the winds of revival. God, come on. I hear God saying, you're still going to walk in it. You're still going to see it. You're still going to have prosperity. You're still going to be blessed. I'm not going to allow you to be to miss what I have for you because it belongs to you. Come on, open your mouth for 30 more seconds. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. 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 Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 some of y'all think it's over. God said, no, no, no. My time is in your hand. Your time is in my hand. No, 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 no. You think that, that all is lost. God said, no, no, no. Your time belongs to me. Some of you think you're going to die early. No, you're not. You shall not die. But you will live to declare. Your testimony is going to pull you out of this. Oh, 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 oh
Nothing will separate me. Nothing will separate. Come on, get that in your spirit. Nothing. I, I messed up last night, but today I confess it. I repent for it. I move away from it. Why? Because nothing can separate me. My time is in this. Uh. Lord, show us. Give us a revelation of your hand. Give us a revelation of your hand, God. I feel prayer coming up in me. I feel intercession coming up in me. Show us a revelation of your hand. Let me see what's in your hand. Some of you, some of you, your joy is coming back because God's going to let you see that in his hand is your joy. In his hand is your peace. In his hand is your next level. In his hand is your next break. Play up, praise up. Somebody shout, it's in his hand. You got to realize everything the enemy tries for evil if you just hold on to God he's going to turn it for good everything that the enemy does in an evil manner your job is to be steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord so watch this the harder the fight comes the harder I work the harder the fight comes, the more I abound. The more the fight comes, the more steadfast and unmovable I become. Why? Because when I do that, I realize that my labor, labor, keyword, is not in vain in the Lord. And any time you work for him, he's got to pay you back. All right, all right. Look at Psalm 5. Oh, God, I feel glory on this. Psalm 5, listen to this. Let me just build a case before we start talking about really meditation. Let's build a case for this. Psalm 5 and 1, listen to what it says in King James. Give ear to my words. This is a prayer that, this is a prayer that, that most of us should, should pray. We don't, but we, we should. And if you haven't, start praying it today. Give ear to my words. Lord, I come before you now and I ask you to listen to my words. Hear what I'm about to say to you. Then he says, oh Lord, watch this. Consider. Consider my meditation. Consider the thing that my thoughts are on. Consider the things I ponder. Consider my thought processes. Consider, watch this, as I replay your word back from out of my mind, out of my mouth. Notice he's asking him, give ear to my words, but he's not just saying, I'm just going to speak anything. The words I'm going to speak are meditations. The words, say this, the words he's speaking are meditations. He says, give ear to the words I'm going to speak and consider the word consider there means to view attentively to examine teachers understand that word because examinations have everything to do with a test he says the meditations like the meditations that come from me the word that comes out of my mouth your word that comes out of me he says carefully observe it 
and carefully examine it. Now watch. If he's saying, give ear to my word. Now listen to what he says. Give ear to what I'm going to say. Then he says, look at attentively, observe and examine my meditation. Now if it all was words, notice he says, give ear to, listen to the words. Listen to the words. But examine examine the meditation so there's a difference between words oh God and meditations he says I just want y'all to catch this because y'all be looking like listen to the words he says but consider the meditation watch this hearken and I'm going to deal with what that means in a minute hearken unto the voice of my cry there is something about about the voice of a child that that is that needs something to happen now any mom in here like daddies we sometimes we're oblivious until we get to know it but mama's in here no they ain't, they ain't junior don't want nothing he just he just mama mama and somebody's like your, your kid's crying the baby's crying ain't nothing wrong with him ain't nothing wrong with him he just want attention junior sit down and if a person doesn't understand the voice of a cry, they'll think that the parent is being so harsh and hard because they're not answering what you with an untrained ear thinks is something that's dire. So everybody who comes and, Lord, I need you, you'll be like, Lord, do it for him. And God says, I ain't moving. Uh, God says, I'm not moving. You're like, but if you heard this story, their rent is 15 months due. They're going, they got, they got issues with their finances. The business is about to shut down. They need a miracle now, God. Listen to the cry of their voice. And God said, I'm not moving. Because he, he gives ear to words, but he examines meditations. All right. Talking to the voice of my cry, watch this, my, and, and my God, for unto thee will I pray. So we have words, meditations, and now he says we have a, we a, a cry, and now we have prayers. These are all different things. I'll pray, watch this. Then he says, my voice shall hear in the morning. Wait a minute. How, how do I now hear his voice? Because it's something about the words, the meditation, the voice, the prayers. Then he says, when you sow that, you reap back his voice. I'm trying to just keep... He says, my voice... My voice shout you here in the morning. And in the morning I direct my prayer unto thee and I will look up. Now watch this. If I was to uh if I was to um 
Shaq, you can do this. You, you stand, sit right there. If I was to throw this to him and it's coming from down here, do you have to look up? Now watch. But if something is coming from up here, then that means, according to this verse, something got unlocked. Because in order, if you're expecting something to come, you don't have your head down. Meditation, prayers, your voice, your cry, all of these things work in conjunction with each other so that your expectation can come alive. People are not getting blessed financially because they ain't expecting God to do nothing. And the reason why they're not, they're not expecting God to do nothing is not because they've been doing the same thing. They won't cry. They won't give voice. They won't pray. They won't direct their prayers to him. Watch this. When's the last time you stopped praying about a situation and directed your prayers not to the situation but to him? What he said was, I'm going to direct my prayers unto thee. Verse number three said it. He said, he said, watch this. You're going to hear my voice in the morning. And, watch this. and in the morning, I will direct my prayer not unto my low finances, not unto the deficits. We spend so much time praying about the need that we forget the giver. We spend so much time telling God how bad it is and what they said in the credit report and what they said about the bank and said it. And they said, if you don't have this by next Tuesday, we, we put too much pressure on the stuff that is below that we put no pressure on the one who is above. And when I say pressure, I'm not saying, God, you got to do this. What I'm saying is the pressure is I, I look to the hills. My help don't come because a bank said yes. Because a bank can say yes and God can say no and you can still lose everything. But watch this. He says, watch this. At the, the same place that I direct my prayers unto is a place I look to for the return to come. Most of us think our job is our source, so when the job gets crazy, we start praying about the job. Because you don't think that he's your source. You think the job is your source. So you're praying this way, and all you're expecting things to come is this way. Until you direct your prayer there's enough for us to stop because your prayer has been directed to the wrong source it's been directed to the what the doctor said your prayer has been directed to what you feel but the bible said not now unto him who who has the ability to hire you not now unto him who has the ability to give you the house or the apartment but now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly Psalm 1, I said, I got a lot to get through. Jesus, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. I'm only at, one, I'm only at point number one. We ain't going to make it. All right. Psalm 119. Psalm 119.99. I'm going to tell you what meditation will do for you. Because a lot of us have not directed our meditation towards God. 
for our finances to increase. Look at Psalm 119, Listen to what he says in King James. I have more understanding than all my teachers. Why? For thy testimonies or thy word or thy laws are my meditation. When his word becomes your, when his word becomes your meditation, God unlocks the spirit of understanding. In all of your getting, Come on here. You can get a whole lot of stuff and still don't know nothing. You can go to school and get your real estate license and still don't know how to do nothing with no house. You can go, you, you, you can go and get a degree about something and still be just as dumb in it. You're like, I don't even know. I just made it through. I just got the degree. I got the because I want the job. Come on. You, it doesn't mean that you have the understanding of how to work it. Not according to your system. Now, I'm all for school. I'm all for getting your degree. I'm all for education. But it has a compartment in the kingdom. It's a piece of wisdom, man's wisdom, that you need in order to have a piece of man's understanding. But when God gets ready to break the rules, it don't matter what a bank says. It don't matter what your professor said. It don't matter. Come on here. It don't even matter what a judge says. It's God before me. Listen to this in the Message Bible. Listen, listen to the Message Bible. 119. Psalm 119, 97 in the Message Version. Listen to this. He says, oh, how I love all that you've revealed. Now listen to me. If you don't love the Word of God, you're in trouble. You're a part of the kingdom of God, but you don't love His Word. You're part of his kingdom, but but you and the word don't don't like each other. You can't even operate in the gifting without the word. You can't even operate in the gifting without the word, because the blueprint for everything that that is in the kingdom is in the word. This is the blueprint. The word, thy word is a lamp and a light to my path. The word illuminates everything that's dark. So watch this. You can, you can alleviate 10 years of doing something wrong just by getting the word and getting light. The entrance of thy word bringeth light and life. Just entering this Lord, I'm going to read your word today. He said light's coming on. Life's going to be extended. And now a lot of us don't understand this, just how serious it is. It's that serious. If you want God to, to turn something around, you're going to have to be a lover of the word. Not for excitement. Not, not for excitement. Oh, God, give me revelation. No, no. There, a lot of times when I read the word, now I'm going to tell you the truth. My wife will tell you this. Every once in a while when I'm reading and studying, I'll be like, oh, I got something good. Nine and a half times out of ten, I don't get nothing good. I'm reading the word because I know that the more I get it in me. I'm studying the word because the more I get it in me. Then the more life and light comes. You want to know when revelation turns on? You want to know? When I walk out those doors and depending on how hungry you are for the word of God. If y'all don't pull on it, revelation don't come out of me. 
if your expectation is just hurry up, Bishop, and hurry up and finish, then the revelation goes, yeah, whoop, 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 whoop. Sure sound just like Pac-Man. Woo, 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 woo. Revelation is dawn. If you say, look, God, I came because I need another level of peace of this thing. And I don't care who's preaching. See, that's the issue. It's not personality driven. I can call Connor up here and lay my hands on him and go sit down. But if y'all pull on the word, as a child, he'll start saying mysteries. That'll be like, where? His mom be like, where did he get that? I ain't never even said that before. And he'll be thinking, I don't even know this, but I don't know. But I just hear God saying that, you know, that if you trust him with all your heart, then this is what's going to happen. Your brain faculty, he'll be saying words. I'll be like, this, how old is he? The issue is not about the person. It's about how hungry are you for God? This is why the kingdom is not about, remember, remember they were having an issue? I'm a Paulus. I'm a Paul. I'm a, the, issue, the issue is that it don't matter who you are. The issue is how much of it do you have in you? So you want to you know what I do? When I'm not preaching and somebody else is preaching, I become a maddening of the word. I don't care what they're preaching about. If I don't even need this right now. And even if I think I know what they're going to preach. And I know the subject. I've studied this extensively. And the Holy Ghost will give me revelation. I got books I can write on this. You know what I do? I count all of what I know as dung. I count all of that as garbage. Poop. I move it out the way of my mind. Because what if. With all I know. What if God wants to give me new revelation about something that I thought I was full of. Can I help y'all? You, you and I will never, say never, times infinity, times another infinity. We will never be able to exhaust the word. Never. Never. I don't have a, a monopoly on revelation. I'm just open to the spirit of revelation. I'm open to the spirit of revelation to the degree that y'all pull on it. Watch this. You're open to the spirit of revelation and you get revelation, even in your study time, to the degree you desire it. To the measure that you want it, that's the measure he pours it out. Okay, you, you want word on that? Blessed is he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness what are you doing creating a capacity Lord tonight when I go home I'm not satisfied I need another touch I need more word I need more of your power I need your spirit I need you to do something else in my mind the Bible says what you're doing is you are you are and you're lengthening the, the cord of your tent he says you will break out on the left and the right why because when he pours out he pours out to the measure that you have made room for what you believe you're going to receive. Let me read it. Let me read this. So, uh, oh, how I, I, just, I just got one verse I was trying to get through. Oh, how I love all you revealed. That's all, that's all we dealt with. He says, I reverently ponder. The word ponder there is a word for, for meditation. It's Psalm 119, 90, 97 through 99 in the message. I reverently pondered it all the day long. Your commands give me an edge on my enemies. Oh Lord, 
you don't have to fight enemies in the flesh meditation becomes a tool that gives you an edge over your enemies because in meditating not just on good thoughts but when you start meditating I'm gonna teach you how to do it in like three minutes if you meditate on the word and in the word then what happens is God gives you battle strategies that make you according to this watch this makes you uh, have an edge above every enemy there's some stuff watch this that you ain't got to plead the blood about some enemies you ain't got to come up against spiritual warfare for a lot of people what we don't get is a lot of spiritual warfare we do it is I bind a cast a lot of the biggest spiritual warfare is the fight in your mind and if the way you did the way you really do spiritual warfare Lord I'm gonna teach some class the way you really do spiritual warfare is you start meditating the word because the enemy, the enemy, even if, a, if, even if a person came up against you, there is a spirit in them that's trying to confront you to do what? To get you jarred so that you can't operate in the word. So that you can't be a kingdom citizen anymore. You pull yourself out the kingdom when you start cussing them out. Now every weapon formed against you prospers because you don't have the backing of the word because you got in the flesh and it wasn't a flesh battle, it was a spirit. So how much stuff you got hit with this year? Because you got out the spirit. You stopped being a kingdom citizen. You became an earthly creature. Come on, you became an earthly alien. When you should have been a changed creation. People cuss up and say, I got, I got words for you. Like, what is that? I said, Shupakataraban, Repe, Shaporiataban, Sikariana. I'm so serious. They believe me, like, he crazy. No, 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 no. What am I doing? I am exercising my. No, 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 no. Can, can I say something without y'all being like, what? I'm building myself up in my most holy faith. What am I believing? that he that watches Israel watches me and when I start praying in the Holy Ghost your spirit don't look like you your spirit begins to blow up truthfully Lord I'm gonna save this for Preston but truthfully if you really 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 are waiting in the spirit your spirit enters a place before you do set foot in the building my spirit goes in before me y'all don't like that okay how do I know this place is a dangerous place because I sat in the car but my spirit surveyed it okay hold on some the music y'all don't believe that because I, I, I feel the doubt is in the room you remember Elisha Elijah had, had a servant go ahead and say he said um he said he said um why did you take the money from Naaman. How did you know that I took the money? He said, when you left, I told my spirit to go with you. See, this is deep weighty stuff. This not, I'm sorry, y'all, but, but I, I gotta deal with people that want the meat for a minute. Cause I, I will get back to the we'll get back to the mashed potatoes in a minute. This kind of stuff I'm gonna I'm gonna deal with in prayer school. Your 
you have, oh God, Lord, I, y'all, this, I, this is not for y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't, listen, <laughs> no, no, hear me, the Bible talks about who knows the spirit of a man except the man with the spirit in him, when you, oh God, prayer school, y'all watch when we get this, you, you will see the correlation between big S and small S throughout that whole exchange. The purpose for your small S spirit is to understand you. The purpose of the big S spirit is to understand, is to know everything about God. Without his capital S spirit attached to your small S spirit, then you can't do anything. And if you do it spiritually, the Bible calls you a thief and a robber. Because you're doing it by means that are not of God. Okay, so if I get high to have a godly experience, then I become a thief and a robber in the spirit. The wisdom that I received from smoking or drinking or getting intoxicated, the wisdom that I got from that wasn't from God. So God says you now are getting stuff illegally which opens up a channel that is open to you and you wonder why you know stuff but don't realize you people even call people like that prophets and they're not prophets, they're robbers. Let's confront it today. Let's deal with it. They're robbers. They're robbers because they didn't come through Jesus to get it. Now, why? Oh, Lord, I, I, I got myself into something. I'm, I'm just trying to teach about finances. I got myself in the, in the jam here. Let's go back to Elijah. Okay. So he says, um, he says this. I told my spirit to go with you. And I saw you. Now, he didn't say... The Holy Spirit went with you. He said, my spirit went and saw. There's a way that you can train your spirit to have supernatural encounters and to survey things. I'll leave that there. And to go into places. This is why the Bible, now watch but if it's just your spirit alone, then you're not going to be able to train it, your spirit, because it has to be the Holy Spirit who knows all things and who is able to teach you and watch this, to lead, <laughs> to lead you. Now think about this. If the Holy Spirit is leading your spirit, and you're sitting in the car and said, I need to know what's going on in that, in that building. Holy Spirit, lead my spirit in there. Holy Spirit's going to take your spirit. Walk you in the place. You will see the building. You can see what people are wearing. Oh, Lord, I'm trying to, too much for y'all. And you can survey whether or not this is the place you need to be at. Was that too deep for Sunday morning? This kind of stuff I've been giving them in prayer school. This is the kind of stuff that God wants us to be familiar with. Why aren't we even there yet? Because we're still trying to live holy. We're still trying to not be messy. We're still, we're still trying to be faithful. If I don't know if I'm going to come to church today. How, are you going to be, how is your spirit going to be trained if you can't sit through an hour of the word? But you can sit through four hours of movies. Three hours of Facebook, Instagram posts, 
dates. Come on here. The issue is, the issue is, you, we want to do supernatural things, but don't want to be disciplined. All right. That's enough of a preview. Everybody else coming to prayer school. Watch this. He says, your commands give me an edge of my, Lord, I, I, just, wanted to, I just wanted to do one thing and it, it didn't work. All right. He said, your, your commands give me an edge on my enemies. They never become obsolete. Listen to me. Listen to me. The word of God is still relevant. This generation wants a different Jesus. They want a different relationship. Give me the Jesus that is okay with me doing everything and then using me. Now think about this. This generation wants, they want a different Jesus. I'm, I'm trying to find out my truth. Let me tell you something. You don't have a truth. None of us have a truth. The Bible says thy word. Thy word is the truth. And he says we need to be sanctified, Jesus said. Jesus said by the word. Because the word is the only truth. Even if you know something somebody did, it may not be truth any longer if God don't remember it. This is too much today, Lord. Help me. This is too much. Think about this. I know what you did. You gonna get it? Oh, God gonna get you. I'm standing saying, ask him. Because if, if, if his word is truth, his word says as far as the east, it's from the west. That's how far he has. Well, Lord, everybody shout, removed, Lord. He's taken your sin from you. And the Bible said he has thrown it into a sea to forget it. And here's the key words never to be remembered. Again. And it's something that when he wants to remove your sin and never to be remembered again, you're like, oh God, oh But when somebody else does, you're like, listen. 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 Okay, Lord. Watch this. He says, the word of God and meditating on the word of God never becomes obsolete. We'll end with this because y'all, I know y'all can't take too much more of this. What time is it? 12.15. I, I should have put my glasses on, but I ain't put them on. The word of God never becomes obsolete. Say it never becomes obsolete. He said, I've, watch this, I've even become smarter than all the natural teachers that I have. I've become, I've become smarter than every natural teacher I have because I have, I put a value on what God has said and on meditating on it. When you learn how to really, look, we're going to have to finish this next Sunday. When you really learn how to do this, this thing will elevate every part of your life, including your money. It'll make you valuable at your job. Because you will know stuff about an industry you haven't went to school for. You will be valuable in a place where you're just starting out at. You're entry level, but they have a problem and you say, I can help you solve this. 
I got you. How do you know that? Because earlier this morning, Holy Spirit showed me the problem because my spirit was here. They oh. see and then, and then he gave me wisdom. This is what, oh God, this is what Joseph did. How do you think the man was in jail interpreting the dreams and then got up in front of Pharaoh and didn't stutter once? Uh, 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 hold on. He didn't do that. He spoke as one who knew. Why? Because his spirit. Watch, he says, watch this. I've become smarter than all my teachers since I pondered or meditated and, ab now watch this. He calls, ponder he calls meditating on the word, word uh, pondering and absorbing your counsel. This is what he calls meditating. Pondering, which is a part of meditation, thinking deeply, thinking about, Speaking out of your mouth, saying, and absorbed. Anybody ever seen a, a rag or, a, or a, a sponge go in the water? When it goes in, it pulls away from whatever it is submerged in. Remember, remember, meditate in. You getting this? Meditate in the word day and night. Submerge your mind into the Water of the, <laughs> of the word day and night until you come out with so much from the word that it drips from your spirit. This is what meditation does for you. It, it makes your mind be, it makes your mind become submerged in the water of the word so much so that Watch this. I'm going, to, I'm going to say something that spiritual warfare ends. It's nothing to come up against a demon when you have the word. It's nothing to do. I think this is proper time. I, I, proper time. I think this is too much for today. I think this is too much because some of y'all are looking like, what in the world? It's nothing. No, watch this. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll lay hands on the sick, they'll recover. Right? How do we know the power of his name? Through his word. We don't even know the power of what his name means if we don't have a relationship with the word. Because the more I get into the word, the more I get acquainted with him, and the more he explains to me who he is. I'm able to cast out devils, lay hands on the sick and they recover because my mind has gotten submerged. It has been in, not around. That's what happens when you come to church. You're around the word. When you're here but you're daydreaming, you're around the word. When you're here you're thinking about what we're going to eat after church, you're around the word. When you're here but you really don't want to come, you made yourself come. When you got here, your spirit didn't even change. You're still struggling. You're around the word. When you get submerged in the word is when all the barriers drop. Watch. There's no way I can be in the word, watch this, have a relationship with the word, get changed by the word, dripping with the word, watch this, oh, I'm about to hurt somebody's feelings. And every part of my conversation is not about converting someone.
I can tell how much word you have in you, how much of the word is dripping even in your intellect, your mind, your will, in your soul, by how many people you are converting to come on the Lord's side. Conversion comes through you giving testimony, evangelizing, being one who says, I was there. I've had an experience. I'm not just quoting some verses. This is what has transformed not just my thinking, but has transformed my actions. Think about this. If it works, okay, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll close with this. If it works, if it works for you, wouldn't you want it to work for somebody else? You want to know one of the things that I, I really hate about the internet, especially Facebook and these places? Every two or three messages, I always have to say, I have to go in and, and click, I don't, want it, I don't want any more of these advertisements. Because everybody has the same thing that they're saying. Would you like to live in a house like this that they rented for the weekend? Wouldn't you like to just sit at home and not work? And wouldn't you like to just be able to just travel, spend more time with your family? Well, buy my system, which is $499. But for you today, I'm going to take $200 off the $499. So for $300, which is the biggest deal ever, because when I tell you what's in here, you're really getting $18 million worth of stuff. Right? The issue with that is we don't have any concrete evidence that has changed anybody but you. And we don't know if the other people are paid to give it fake testimony to make your system look like it works. This is the thing. The, the, the thing between that and converting someone is after you tell them what God did for you, you can say, there's more like me. And look at these pictures of me back when I was doing what I was doing. And I have knowledge about all this because I was, this is the lifestyle I was living. This is what I was doing. Like, how are you like that now? This is why the Bible says, oh, taste. Don't just stop at the taste. But you got, something has to be seen. So the biggest people, to, the biggest people, to, no, I, I don't know how we got started talking about evangelism. Now we, I don't know how we got here because you know, Lord. The biggest way you can be the best evangelist is the people who see you constantly. Oh, oh, it's right. Because the real evidence of your conversion is in I have to see you go through everything you say that God's delivered you from. He's had a problem with, with sex and all kind of crazy stuff. Let's see somebody hit on you today. <laughs> what up, baby? Hey, baby. Oh, the blood of Jesus prevails. No, no, no. You showed us who you are. Your testimony, Ed, is false. This is why, now watch. This is why the hardest people to win to Christ is your family. 
I'm done. I think today was so much. We just got to edit this. We got to detox now. The hardest folk to win the Christ is your family. Because you tell them, man, did not our hearts burn within us as Bishop taught the word today? And you, you like that on Sunday by Monday. Like, Listen, let me tell you something. Like, Wait a minute. What happened to all that heartburning? I got heartburn for you. Try me today. Try a sister. Try a brother. Come on, Cletus. Come on with it. Then they're like, and then why just when you come out of it, when, when, that, when, when that demon lifts, you're like, oh man. Now you blink it all extra. Uh, Whoo, what happened? And then you don't realize, <laughs> you don't realize that thing was controlling you for a second. You come out and be like, you want to go eat? Don't want to go eat. I ain't going to with you. Like, see, you just got a bad spirit. No, you don't realize what just happened here. You know? Next, everybody say next Sunday. We're going to now. How many got something about this? Hear me, hear me. We're just scratching the surface, y'all. Honestly, I'm telling God's honest truth. We're just scratching the surface. We're scratching the surface as to what, what, who God is and what He wants to do through us. God wants to use us in such a big way. A lot of us have have. We haven't, we haven't gotten serious enough. You just play something because they're going to, you know, thank you. We, we haven't gotten serious enough to be able to, to let God push us into what he wants for us. I have a lot of giftings, right? I got a lot of giftings. And if you ask me what my, what my main gifting would have been, it would have been music ministry and that kind of whole spiel, working, doing that, that would have been the gifting that was, that was do, the dominant gifting according to what people saw. Right? That was, I know this will go. LaShonta, I'm, you can put me in any room. Give me a piano. Let me sing. Let me, I, I, I can do that prophetically. I can sing until something you breaks. I can minister until something, I can play until something comes off of you, comes out of you. I've played in places and people got delivered. I'm demons come out, right? I've, I've done that kind of stuff. To me, that was my dominant gifting. You know what happened? I got underneath the leader and he rebuked me. My pastor rebuked me and said, you're hiding behind what you call a dominant gift, which is really the least of your giftings. I was like, I don't want to do nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I'm honest. Thank you for your, thank you for the word, sir. I'm cool. I don't want to be on the front line. I want nothing chasing me. I don't do nothing. The issue was, issue was, I had the wrong viewpoint about warfare and service. Watch this. And submission. Ooh, the word of the church I want to talk about. And you want to know what happened? I, I received the most warfare that I've ever to this day got hit with after he gave me that word. Because I was resistant against something, watch this, that my leader was trying to pull out of me, but I wanted to keep it hidden, closed up. 
this is what I learned. Now, my leader was not perfect. My leader did not have it all together. But you, you want to know, know what I learned, though? That's what I learned. Once I, now watch, once I started submitting, submitting, I'll say it, submitting. I'm from New York, we say submitting. So I'm submitting, you know, you're submitting. That, that's New York talk, you're submitting, you know what I'm saying? But once I started submitting, because I'm getting ready, you know, we all across the world, I can't be talking, submitting. They be like, what, what, are you, what are you saying? Submitting? Mittens, what? Once I, once I started submitting, to what was what was spoken, the warfare eased up. You want to know why? You want to know why I had a, a hard time submitting to a process that I didn't like. The reason why was because I was comfortable with what God said previously. Pre, pre, previously. Did God say that? Yeah, that was my gift. And that's what I know. I know this is what I'm called to do. Because God had said that. I spent so much time in what God had said that I missed what God was saying. And God gives you a leader to keep you current with what God is saying. And it may even be what God is saying next. If you, if you are, if you are three seasons behind your next you can't jump from level one to level three so that means it's going to take more time for you to get acquainted was was music ministry a part of, of my ultimate gifting yes was that a part of all other stuff yes but it wasn't the gift it wasn't the gifting it wasn't it wasn't the place god was going to use me at solely why am i saying this because even in the area of our finances, a lot of us are going off of what God has said. But we're missing what he's saying. God just don't want you rich. Only. God wants you to be rich. He wants you to be holy. He wants you to be prophetic. He, come on, he wants you to be able to turn a nation upside down. Watch this. By yourself without the aid of another and the first nation he gonna watch it oh lord the first nation he's gonna have you turn over is the nation of your bloodline you shall be my witnesses in samaria judea and the uttermost parts of the world you don't start at the uttermost parts of the world you start at home then it takes you nationally it takes you internationally it takes you to the world this issue have you mastered who he's called you to be in your home? I'm not talking about even around your family members. But